Howdy folks, Benji here. Welcome to the Match Night Podcast. I really am excited to share this presentation that I was able to give at the Accelerate program, which is a 12-week leadership training program that uh, I was fortunate to give a presentation on. Uh, if you're interested in Accelerate, it's an awesome program for leaders who are interested in supporting uh, our movement, right? So go to accelerateministry.com if you're interested. Anyways, I wanted to share this, guys, with you because it gets pretty juicy. Uh, I kind of fly off the rails, off the script a little bit <laughs> in a good way, and we touch on points that are related to our movement at large and how we're going to share the blessing and, and fulfill, you know, the things that true parents came here to do, right? To share the blessing and to have subsequent generations share the blessing. So I really hope that it's valuable to, valuable to you. Uh, if I get a little aggressive during the call, it's only because I was live presenting to people that I really love and care about and look up to and respect. And I hope you understand that everything I say, I mean with love and that you receive it in the way that hopefully you understand that I mean it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and check it out. All right. See you soon. Okay. So, yes, hi everyone, Benji Uyama, blessed in marriage 12 years ago, uh, 2010, and we have two children and one on the way, so I just say we have three, seven, five, and zero years old. I have been doing, like Respite said, matching, supporting for the last 10 years, and I've worked very closely with, with the BFM for the last eight years, uh, the Blessing and Family Ministry. Anyways, there's a lot to unpack there, and a few years ago, uh, I had the inspiration to start MatchNet, which is a which I'll talk about a bit, and it's a systematic step-by-step process to receive to go through the matching process. And all right, so we started we started MatchNet a few years ago with the help of a lot of good people. And the reason I do this is because I feel very much fortunate and very blessed to be who I am and where I am, and to be a child of God, and to have a family. And I have an uncontrollable desire to share it with people. That's why I do what I do. All right. So today uh, I was asking myself the question to answer, to make this presentation, which is what is the most impactful thing that I can present about the matching and blessing in a short presentation? Because I've done a lot of presentations about the matching and blessing, and I have not yet figured out exactly what it takes to move people. And I think I figured it out. Okay. So this is usually what I talk about resources, the tools, the matching process, matching websites, motivating you guys to move, motivating you guys to get blessed or to bless people or to help people go through the magic process, all right? Now, these are this is not a waste of time, but since I only have a short period of time, I'm gonna give you the thing that really matters. But before I do that, I'm gonna give you what you came here for. The two, only the, the only two resources you need to help people get matched and blessed or to get matched and blessed yourself. Are you ready for them? If you came in this thinking, oh, the matching process is complicated, it's overwhelming, I don't know what to do. Good news. It's only two things you need to know, all right? Number one, matchnet.us. We have a systematic process to help people through the matching process, to, to make them candidates and to help them through the actual process. And we have a free podcast when people are not ready to join the program. Program. If you search for Mat MatchNet on any of the podcast players, in fact, I have it right here. This is the website. We have tons of episodes about all the questions that you would possibly have about the matching process. How to bring God into your matching process. Taking ownership. Difference between marriage and blessing. Is it okay to have preferences? Finding the one versus being the one. Uh, how do you know you found the one? What's the deal with international matching? Matching, blessing, and spirit world. Matching process is step-by-step explanation. And most recently, I think yesterday, we posted a story by Natasha and Don. Okay? Uh, matching testimony. So just to get that out of the way, that's the resource you need. And if you're not really ready to join the program or someone's not ready, you can send them the Matching It podcast. And it has all of those episodes totally for free for everyone. Okay? 
Number two resource, BFM coordinators. Every subregion has a BFM coordinator. Did you know that? Maybe. So if in the case that maybe 2% of the cases that you don't understand what to do with that MatchNet doesn't solve, you can, you can send an email to a BFM coordinator in your subregion, or if you have a local one, you can send it to them and they, they'll help you through doing special cases. Fair enough? Okay, moving on. Back to my original question. <laughs> What's the most impactful thing I can present about the matching blessing in a short period? Short presentation. <clears throat> Here it is, ready? Breaking down beliefs. Why is that? Because as long as we don't break down beliefs, nothing changes. As long as we're living with the same belief system that we've always had, nothing changes because beliefs inform behavior. People change their behavior when their belief system changes. I'm not talking about massive beliefs. I mean, it's talking about little concepts that people have. On the larger scale, this is why when people have conversion experiences, any of you who are first generation or second gen who had a rebirth experience, when you have a conversion experience, it instantly changes your behavior because you can go instantly from a, a drug addict or a sinful person or whoever you were in the past and instantly change into a God-loving person. Why? Because instantly you're chain, your beliefs are changed from God doesn't exist. God doesn't love me. There's no afterlife. There is no spirit world. There is no consequence for my actions to I am loved by an existing God. There is consequence for my action and there is an afterlife. When you have that belief system change, it fundamentally changes your behaviors. And this is why if you're in a local church or in a situation or you're trying to get mashed and blessed or your family is just stuck somewhere, it's because there is a belief system breakdown and there is a way to break down these beliefs, okay? So specifically what I'm talking about is limiting beliefs that are not serving us. Now, this is really important because people don't ever focus on this. People don't ever talk about it, but it's critical because everyone, all of us have beliefs that need to be broken down. Beliefs about ourselves, about our community, about our church, about your parents, about whatever that are not serving us and are actually holding us back. Does that make sense? I'm going to get into some examples. So why is it that breaking down beliefs is so important in the context of what we're talking about here, going to, getting people matched and blessed? Because breaking down beliefs gets more people blessed. That's a simple matter of fact, okay? <clears throat> we have, man, so many stories of people who came into the matching process or started learning about the blessing. And through the, through the process of challenging their concepts and their misconceptions about marriage, about relationships, about the blessing, that it caused them to take action. For example, more recently, I was talking with a guy who said to me, I cannot do international matching. And I said, why? And he said, because it's too hard. And I said, okay, is that true? He's like, yes. I was like, okay, is it always true for everyone all the time? Because if, it, if a belief is true, it has to be true 100% of the time for everybody. And he was like, well, no, actually, I know some people that have wonderful marriages and they're international and they actually are excited to be in an international marriage. Aha. So it says more about the individual and your beliefs than it does about international matching being difficult. Does that make sense? Another belief that someone else said is he said, um, I can't do matching right now because I'm too young. I said, okay, why is that? Because if I, I feel like if I am so young, the person that I'm in, a, in the matching process with is going to disrespect me, is not going to respect me because I'm too young. Or on the flip side, another belief is I'm too old and therefore someone will not respect me. 
or I'm too this, or I'm too that, I'm too overweight, I'm too this, I'm too whatever. These are all beliefs that are physically, when I help break these down for people, they realize that it's physically stopping you. If you say, I cannot do international matching, or I cannot learn another language because it's too difficult, I cannot do XYZ because it's too difficult, you're physically limiting your, yourself to finding matching process. So when we break these down, and that's exactly what MatchNet does, guys. We have another story of Dr. Ashil, right, who was a district pastor, pastor, busy guy who has lots of kids. I think he has like five teenagers or something. He started doing a condition, this busy dude with his son about five months ago. And he just started doing a condition every night at 10.30 p.m. Every single night, you say, never missed one night of, of, of watching the MatchNet podcast uh, YouTube channel and listening to the podcast every night with his son. And his son went from when they started, he said, I cannot get matched and blessed right now because I'm too busy. I can't commit to doing this thing because I've got too much going on. I want to focus on my schoolwork. I want to focus on the direction, the trajectory I'm on. Four months later, he came to our, uh, Dr. Ashil came to our church in North Carolina and he testified and he said, now after doing this of, of listening every night, he said, my son now wants to get matched and blessed now. Like that is a very, that's a completely 180 degree change simply because number one, there was a parent and a child that was willing to sit down together and have conversations and have discussion, even though Dr. Shields is a busy man. If you think you're busy, this is a busy dude. Like he's a busy guy. <laughs> and 10.30 PM is the only time that he could find to do it. And he did it every night. And that's really moving. But also it, it shows us that that's the power of give and take. And that's the power of just doing something together. And that's the power of the content that we're providing is that we're challenging this specific belief that his son had, which is what? I can't do matching blessing. I'm too busy. Well, guess what? And there's actually an episode we had on this. If you're too busy to ma do matching blessing, you probably will never do it because you will always just be more busy. It's not like when you graduate college or get your master's or start work. It's not like you're going to get less busy. In fact, all of human history, we have been somehow magically able to balance both life, work, and raising a family, getting married. We've always been able to do family and putting food on the table. It's how we're designed. So if it's the case that you're so busy that you can't focus on things that really matter to you, maybe it means your lifestyle is a little unhealthy right now. Maybe it means you're eating a little bit too much ramen rest for it. Maybe, I'm just <laughs> picking on you. Um, <clears throat> you see what I'm saying here? You understand? It's the, it's the beliefs that are physically stopping us from moving. And it's okay to have beliefs. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It, it, what matters is are your beliefs holding you back from where you want to go for what really matters to you? Because if they are, then it's time to challenge them and get rid of them. <clears throat> so here's an, quite another question I have for you. Is our current way of teaching matching and blessing working? Is it working for your local community? Is it working for the area? Is it working for your family? I'm not saying it's, it is or isn't. I'm just saying this is a question that you can ask yourself. And if it's not, maybe it's something about the way that we're doing. Maybe it's, there's a belief that we have that is holding us back from this thing. That's a big belief that people have right there. Matching blessing is complicated. It's overwhelming. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay, <laughs> for local churches, here we go. What is the ultimate goal of our local church? What does winning look like? You can, you can put in the chat or you can answer in your head or out loud if you want right now. What is the ultimate goal? Like, what is it, the ultimate goal of, of, of winning with our churches, with our movement? If it, if it is 
to have people come to church. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying this is what you think about. But if it's to come to church, that means that if people are coming to church, then we're winning. But does that mean we're fulfilling what our movement is supposed to do? Does that mean we're fulfilling what your parents came here to do? Maybe. Let's see. Here's a question that people have as well. Or this is a statement that uh, people say when I ask this question. Our ultimate goal is to empower our youth. Okay. Sounds fair. I don't think it is, but let's see. Our ultimate goal is to share the blessing. Sounds good. Also, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> By the way, I forgot, to, I forgot to say in the beginning, you guys asked me to be here. <laughs> so anything I say, I'm just going to be really direct and I'm going to challenge you, okay? <laughs> So if you guys, you're either going to love this presentation or you're going to totally hate it, or you're going to be somewhere in between. That's, that's my promise. <laughs> All right. Our ultimate goal is to share the blessing. So let me ask some questions to help answer this question of what is our ultimate goal? What is the purpose of our movement as a whole? What is the purpose of true parents? Actually, let me check the chat. What is the purpose of uh, our movement guys? What is the purpose of true parents? What I understand based on the principle and based on uh, our experience with the BFM and the education we do, and my own personal experience as a blessed man, the purpose of our movement is to establish the blessing and share the blessing and to experience the fulfillment of the blessing in our own lives. I believe that is fundamentally what your parents came to do. It's what God has been seeking out to do. And I think that's why we're here. So in essence, I would, I would summarize our ultimate goal as this. Every individual experiences the fulfillment of the blessing so profoundly that they uncontrollably share the blessing and pass it on, pass on the blessing tradition. Hallelujah. Amen, Aju. Every individual experiences the fulfillment of the blessing so profoundly that they uncontrollably want to share the blessing and pass on the blessing tradition. So if that's our ultimate goal, and you should consider this, by the way, think about it. I'm not saying it is or isn't. There's no absolutes here. But if it is, what does that look like? What, what is the path we can take to get there? Okay, here's another belief that uh, is a little bit tricky, but I want to get into this a little bit. My blessing is fulfilled. If you're a blessed couple yourself, or even if you're single, you can think about this. My blessing is fulfilled already, currently. Now, this is tricky because I think a lot of us will say, no, it's not perfect, but at the same time, we'll say that it's difficult and it's really hard and it's never going to be perfect. But I think that that's maybe an unfair thing to state, state if we have not put our full effort into our blessings, like 120%. Because the reason that something, something can be labeled as difficult or hard it has to mean that you, you put in your full efforts and it was still difficult. Is that making sense? Because the reason we have beliefs about something is based on past experience. So my belief is my blessing is fulfilled or my blessing is really difficult. Fulfilling the blessing is really difficult. Well, let me ask you, how much money have you invested in your blessing? How much money have you invested in or money, time, effort, and energy have you invested in improving your blessing? And compare that to how much coffee you bought last month. You know what I'm saying? If you're single, how much money have you? And I'm not, it's not about money, guys. Well, apparently it is, right? How much, how much of your own hard-earned money have you invested in your own empowerment as a single person? 
of, of preparing yourself for the blessing. MatchNet is only $100 for one year, guys. I promise you spent more on clothes and coffee and things you didn't need last month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my point is that until we can confidently say we've done our absolute best, we cannot say that something is too difficult or hard even. Because if we say that it puts a limiting uh, roadblock on us because immediately our brain thinks, oh, it's hard. It's going to be difficult. Let me do that later. Let me work on that later because it's going to take a lot of effort. I actually think through the matching process is not that difficult from what I've seen. It's not that hard, but it's all limiting beliefs that, that physically stunt us from taking action. So that's that one. The matching process is complicated. Actually, here's a new belief. All I need to do is check on the MatchNet podcast and that will lead me to the right place I need to be. All I need to do is as a leader is direct people to the MatchNet podcast. Someone asked in the chat, how do we find it? Just search MatchNet in any uh, Spotify, Google, Google podcast, Apple podcast, Stitcher. You can find it directly on the website, BFM website as well. And that's totally free content. And I'm confident that the content that's already there is enough to really blow people's mind and change their behavior. And we're always going to be providing more. And we're always trying to be better at how do we educate about the matching blessing. Okay, so I alluded to this belief before. Creating ideal families is hard. It's very hard. Almost everyone will say that. I think. Almost everybody will say that. I don't think that's fair, actually. I don't think that's fair to God to say that. Because why would your father and your mother give us opportunities all the time to experience special grace? Why would they always give us forgiveness if they didn't believe it was possible to create ideal families? Think about that. Why in the world would your parents give us special grace and forgiveness if they didn't believe their, with their whole heart that we could create ideal families? So it's not fair on them to say creating ideal families and bless, ideal blessed couples is very difficult. It's not. I actually think it's not. But if you're someone who has spent tens of thousands of dollars and a lot of hours and a lot of efforts on your blessing and your family and your children, then you have my permission and God's permission to say, yes, this is really, really difficult. And if you've done that, God bless you. And we really want to talk to you because you've learned something that no one else has understood. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. I'm speaking to myself too. I'm always trying to think of ways I can invest more in my family. Here's the new belief. Creating ideal families is possibly not as hard as we think. And when you open up that possibility, guys, then maybe being a local pastor is not that complicated. Because when you think of the matching and blessing, for example, when I say matching and blessing and the blessing is so important, like, isn't it a little bit of a relief to tell you that, hey, you, you guys don't actually have to do anything locally. Like you don't have to do workshops about matching and blessing preparation. You can, if you want, absolutely. You don't have to though, because we have resources online that already is working and we're already always improving it. And you can even do like a local church uh, workshop and even listen to our content, like do a level two, level three blessing education workshop locally. That's fine too. Okay. So my point here is that this is a couple that just got blessed uh, last month. <clears throat> we have to think differently as a, as a community. We have to think and, and be in practice of challenging our beliefs. I'm not talking about beliefs as in faith beliefs. I'm talking about limiting beliefs about ourselves, about our movement, about your parents. Think of the, the statements that you make about, about people and about your parents and about your mother. And I want you to really challenge that. 
And anytime you talk with someone, this is a really uh, good tip for you guys who are, who maybe you have um, people in your community who you want to get blessed and get matched and blessed, but they're maybe making bad decisions or they don't want to, maybe you have a child that you want to get uh, taking action or you have a sibling that's not, you know, into the church and all that. <clears throat> Ask them, why is it that you have these, like, why is it that you think you don't want to get blessed? And they'll say, well, my parents had a terrible blessing. It doesn't work. Okay. Why do you believe that? And just listen, listen to what they say. They'll probably say something like, well, when I was a kid, this experience happened. And I was like, okay. And if you can help people understand that their beliefs are shaping their behaviors and their actions, then people can change. They really can. Um, but it starts with asking right questions and, and just listening to what they say. But it's a skill I think we have to develop in ourselves too, is that uh, I, like, I have beliefs that are not serving me, you know, politically speaking, right? It's like, oh, this, this, this side of the aisle is wrong, or this side of the aisle is wrong. This individual is wrong. That's a belief that people have. I think it's important to challenge those too, honestly. Anyways, I hope this is value for, value for, valuable for you guys. Um, doing this with a lot of love and uh, 